Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode three of the Threes Company podcast, an honest look at a life in the theatre. We are Yaz, Tom and Michael, and today we have a, a very special podcast as we're broadcasting direct from the Barrington Smythe Theatre Grant Awards, being held here tonight in the ballroom of his mansion. Murder Manor. Murder Manor? I think it's German. As many of you all know, philanthropic millionaire Lord Barrington Smythe gives a, a grant to an up-and-coming theatre company every year, and the event has become quite the fixture in the theatrical calendar in between the Edinburgh Fringe and the deadline for tax returns. And we have got our hands on invites to the swanky dinner party where he announces the winner. Uh, they're just serving uh, the first course. Thank, thank, thank you. And later in the episode, we're going to be interviewing the winners of the grant. Which, fingers crossed, will be us. Which will make it an easier interview. And hopefully, uh, we won't be distracted by any adventures for once. (laughs) Guys, why are there so many knives on the table? Which one do I eat with? (laughs) Yes, there's one for each course. So which knife do I use for this course? The soup course? Yeah. Well, how about that blunt spoon-shaped one? I think you'll find that's a spoon. So, uh, later on today's podcast, we're looking at taking your fringe show to the next level dealing with success and securing that perfect West End transfer. Hang on, sorry, M- Michael. Michael, do you know that woman over there? Who? What, uh, what do you mean the redhead in the scarlet dress? No, don't think so. She is beautiful. She keeps looking at you. Hmm? I think she likes you. No, don't think so. I think I'm in love. Well, she keeps looking over and smiling and <laughs> now she's waving to you. Nonsense. You're reading too much into it. Yeah, nonsense. You're reading too much into it, Tom. You might be the nerd and Mike might be really good at moving plots forward, but everyone knows I'm the attractive one of Three's Company. Not people who only know us from the podcast. Actually, download analysis shows there isn't anyone that's listened to the first two episodes that doesn't know us personally oh. and isn't directly related to us oh. and isn't my mum. Hi, Margaret. Right. Oh, my God. That woman's coming over. Is she really? I think my heart just popped. Hang on. Guys, don't you realise who that is? It's Ruby Claret, the actor. She won the Oscar last year for her role in Biopic, colon, the Biopic story. Maybe she'll be in our Edinburgh Fringe show. Hello there. Are you Michael? Uh, Yeah, that's right. Uh, But you can call me Michael Grady Hall. It's my equity name. You're legally required to. I was hoping to talk to you. I'm Lord Barrington Smythe's niece. He's told me all about your adventuring. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know word had spread that far. Obviously, we know you from all your films. And actually, we have a theatre company. And a podcast. Oh, I never listen to podcasts. Join the club? We're actually planning a production at the moment. That's very interesting. But tell me more about this adventure department, you call it, is that right? It sounds thrilling. Thank you, it is. I've been looking for a hobby myself, with my new television show being commissioned for six series, my one-woman musical off to Broadway, and running my sanctuary for ex-offender, ex-addict, rehabilitated rescue tigers. I have some spare time on my hands. Pardon the intrusion, Miss Claret. Gentlemen, I trust the meal is so far to your satisfaction. Certainly, Jeeves. Thank you. Not at all, madam. I don't mean to be rude or anything, Mr Butler, sir, but the soup has slightly changed my palate. Would you mind if I change the wine? But of course, sir. Perhaps you prefer the 88 Marshaldin Matriere to the 87. I was thinking more uh, Diet Pepsi. As you wish, sir. Is everything to your liking, my lord, my lady? Yes, thank you, Jeeves. Darling, are you going to carve the pheasant? All in good time, my dear. Wait a moment. What is it, Flopsy Wopsy? Where's the carving knife? My lord. The long carving knife. For cutting the pheasant is missing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here it is. My mistake. Isn't it time for your speech, sir? Yes, thank you, Jeeves. Oh, here we go, listeners. The Lord is taking to his feet. Yes, point the mic over there. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Today is not only my annual theatre award, but the 20-year anniversary of Lord Barrington Smythe Sr.'s passing away. If you don't mind, before I announce my award, I would like to take the chance to say a few words. Seeing you all here it makes me feel my father... <coughs> <coughs> It makes him feel his father. Well, that certainly was just a few words. I think maybe he was going to say more. My goodness. Uncle, why is he on the floor? Poor old timer. <laughs> Poorly having a nap. Somebody help him. He's not breathing. And holding his breath. You know what old people are like. Wait. Since starring in hospital drama, Drama Hospital, I've learnt a thing or two. And having held my finger against his neck for two seconds, I can pronounce with certainty, Lord Barrington Smythe, my uncle... Is dead. Oh no. Oh goodness. Oh gosh. Oh horror. Oh crap. Why does this always happen whenever we go out? We better take charge and investigate. Well, I mean, we don't have to. Only Ruby Clavett there knows that as well as running a theatre company, we're amateur sleuths who have our own newfangled, highly successful adventure department and just happen to be at the meal. I'm sure the police can handle this. And we do have a podcast to record. What sort of talk is that? There's a mystery to be solved. <clears throat> uh, ladies and gentlemen, fear not. My friends and I have solved many a grisly murder in our time. Well, uh, two. And one of them was a hamster. Everybody in this room is a suspect, but whatever it takes, we will figure out who has done it, as well as hopefully how done it, when done it, where and precisely why they done it. We will not rest until the truth is found. And if we finish in time for news night, well, that's just a bonus. In a small town called London, England, there live three men. By day, a fair to middling theatre company. By night, a fair to middling theatre company with an adventure department. If you have a perilous mission that requires cunning and skill, if it seems no one will answer your cry for help, if you can cover insurance costs and all reasonable expenses, there's one fair to middling theatre company you can count on. So strap yourselves in, keep arms and legs inside the carriage and remove all loose items such as glasses because it's time for Three's Company's Adventure Department. Episode 3, The Mystery of Murder Manor. The dining room is clear now, sirs. Thanks, Jeeves. Sorry we have to ruin everybody's evening, but none of the guests can leave the house until the murderer is found. Especially not the murderer themselves. There were so many people here this evening. That's a lot of suspects. It's the one night of the year when my uncle invites all his staff and closest friends to dine with him. It was a good idea, actually. Most of the staff have been pretty angry since he cut their wages last week. And a great deal of old acquaintances suddenly turned up tonight. I guess they were all excited to find out who he'd given his theatre grant to. I don't suppose he mentioned to you who was uh, receiving it? I'm sorry, sir. He's been so busy amending his will this last week, he hasn't had much time for a chat. Well, before we go any further, we ought to contact the police. I don't know if they'll reach us. What with the tide having risen around this headland, the fog which rolls in without warning from the hills around us, and the severe congestion on the A5146, caused by an earlier overturned lorry just off the Shrewsbury Bypass by Junction 14, we're completely cut off from the outside world! <gasps> How about the phone? My God, the line is down. <gasps> no worries, I'll just use the internet. Certainly, sir. Shall we take a look at this body then? Poor Uncle Quentin. I can't believe this has happened. He was such a good man. I mean, he had his faults, of course. A short temper, arrogant, kicked beggars, anti-immigration, smelt bad, but a good man. Who could have done this? I will figure this out for you, don't worry. 
Manor House Dudo 5, is that your wireless network? That's correct, sir. The first thing is to establish time of death. Well, it was, it was just now, wasn't it? Just now. Good start. Next, we need to establish the cause of death. Well, he was poisoned, surely. Ah, <laughs> uh, Miss Clabbert, to the uh, untrained eye, yes, this may appear to be a case of poisoning, but to the probing eye of the expert detective, this is... A case of poisoning. Here, look at the soup. <gasps> My God! What is it? He got croutons! I didn't get croutons. Yeah, he also got poison. It's completely dissolved his spoon. OK, got through to the local chief constable on Skype. Have we found any clues? There's poison in his soup. It smells like arsenic. What? No, it doesn't. And stop calling me Nick. Wait, my uncle's gold pendant and signet ring seem to be missing. He was just wearing them. Where could they be? I don't know. But look, here, in his jacket pocket. It's some kind of sea creature. Definitely something fishy about that. No, I reckon it's just a red herring. Why would it be in his pocket? It's hardly the place. What is it then? I think it's cod. But how did it get there? Cod moves in mysterious ways. Yes, if you two have quite finished with the puns. (laughs) Finished? Fin-ish? Tom. Yeah, he's just about haddock with you, Tom. Did you just say haddock? No. Uh, shall we get back to the murder, gentlemen? Yes, the murder. It's one sordid, cold-blooded case and no mistake. It's a tricky one. I reckon it was the butler. How could you even suggest something like that? Well, I mean, it's always the butler, isn't it? He has a point. Just say it was him and we might still have time for dessert. I don't think you should jump to conclusions like that. Miss Clarity's right. Oh, it looks like we'll have to interview every guest and all the staff. They're a secretive lot. Huh, don't worry. I know a thing or two about making people talk. You make them feel comfortable, show an interest in them, ask them about the things they like. What if they make up false alibis? Well, then I'll ask them to corrugate them. Sorry? Corroborate, yes. You mean corroborate. Yeah, I'll ask them to corroborate them. Perhaps I should accompany you. I I guess? I mean, I know all the guests and I have their trust. And I did play that single mother alcoholic lesbian robot police officer for three years. Perhaps I can be of help. Absolutely, Miss Claret. The more the merrier. That's what I say. Mike and Tom, you two go that way, leaving the rooms in the East Wing to Miss Claret and me. You mean Miss Claret and I? No, Miss Claret and me. Just a quick word before you go, Yaz. Mike, I know what you're going to say, but I'm pretty sure she fancies me, so just give us a bit of space, okay? Shh, take this. What's that? It's Lord Barrington Smythe's pendant. Keep it safe. Why? Trust me, Yaz. Keep it safe. Why are you tapping your nose? Do you want me to keep it in my nose? Come on, Yaz. This investigation won't investigate itself. Good luck, guys. Michael, uh, Lady Barrington Smythe's just through here. Good evening, your ladyship. Thanks for speaking with us. Oh, this is a beautiful drawing room. It was always Quentin's favourite part of the house. I'm so sorry to disturb you in your time of grief, madam, your husband having been poisoned by arsenic, but we must treat everyone as a suspect. I quite understand. Though I don't know how I can help you. Maybe some drink? Tom! Actually, I would kill for a whiskey just now. Well, not kill, obviously. I mean, I'm just thirsty. I could murder a cup of tea. I mean, It's okay, Lady Barrington Smythe. You can relax. Michael, come and look at this. A length of lead piping. How strange. Keep that as evidence, Tom. What on earth is it doing in the drawing room? Quite. We usually keep that in the billiards room. You didn't come in here to hide it by any chance, did you? What are you suggesting? My dear madam, these are just the ordinary questions of our inquiry. You cannot seriously be suggesting I killed my own husband by poisoning him with arsenic. Aha! I don't remember saying he was poisoned by arsenic, madam. Wait, no, no, you did, Michael, when you came in. Oh, I did. Sorry. My apologies. We'll run this lead piping up to the lab then and uh, get a few answers. The lab? 
Well, I, I bought a few chemicals with me. Your junior scientist chemistry set? Well, if we uh, pour a little bit of this on, heat it with this, then brush this off into this dish, then wipe it with this, we have... A cleaner piece of lead piping. Well, it might help. Is there anything you think could help us, your ladyship? Anything you think we should know? Well, I've not noticed anything suspicious. I mean, yesterday I did see that one of our shotguns had been taken and put back in the wrong place. All the clocks in the house had curiously been set back two hours. Murder and deception for beginners was missing from our library. And a fresh grave had been dug in the churchyard with a headstone bearing my husband's name. But nothing out of the ordinary, really. Your ladyship, it pains me to ask this, but I think the most serious question that arises out of this terrible situation and urgently begs to be answered is... Do you know if we're getting the theatre grant? Not the best time, Tom. Sorry. Do not worry, your ladyship. We are professionals and you can count on us to get you answers. Tom, stop peering at me through the lead piping like a telescope and follow me. Sorry. Oh, um, Tom, before I forget, here, look after Lord Barrington Smythe's signet ring. Stealing from the dead, Michael. You know what we told you about that. We can't risk the murderer getting their hands on it. But, but what's so important about it? That's for me to know and you to find out. When? Right after I've been to the bathroom. Okay, I'll keep it in my favourite pocket. Yeah, I mean, the three of us work together, but I'm the leader, really. Strange. I hadn't got that impression. Yeah, I try not to flaunt it. But if I wasn't in charge, would Mike have given me this vital piece of secret evidence to look after, hey? That's a nice pendant. Mind if I have a look? Sure. There you go. Hmm. So, um... Miss Claret, after the shocking murder of your uncle has been solved and the bloodthirsty killer has been taken away, do you fancy getting a drink sometime? Oh, yes. I bet you say that to all the girls. Most of them, yeah. And how is that working out for you? Uh, define working out. Ah, here's the study. Reverend Pius often retires here after meals and unexpected murders. Be warned, he's a grumpy one and no mistake. Hello there. Do come in, Miss Claret. And you are? Yeah, all right. Cut the evasive tactics, punk. We need answers, and we are not leaving here without them. Yes, I don't think that's necessary. This is indeed a sad occurrence, though not entirely unexpected. God damn it, man. Get a hold of yourself. Explain what you mean. Lord Barrington Smythe, God rest his soul and deliver him unto heaven with the angels and their saintly throng was a right twat. There must have been many that wanted him dead. Yourself included, Reverend. Oh, but I could never kill a man. Break a leg, maybe. Yeah, and where were you at the time of the murder? In the dining room with you. What about before? I was in here, reading Philippians 14. Yeah? Can anyone coronate that? Corroborate, yes. Sorry, yeah. Can anyone corroborate that? I'm afraid not, but the Lord himself. However, when I was in here, I found this open envelope addressed to a Miss Sue Denim. There's nobody of that name that lives here. Miss Sue Denim. Let's take a look. What does it say? There's a note inside. It just says, sorry, I mean poison. What does that mean? Oi, I'll ask the questions here, Rev. Well, go on then. Um... What does that mean? I don't know. Who did the murder? I don't know. What other things can you tell us about? I guess there is this revolver. What? I found it in here as well. Revolver in the study seems a little odd. We'll take that as well. Do you mind if I put the radio on? It's time for my programme. Yes, OK. But no funny business. I swear, 
You talk to me like that again, I'll have you. I'll bleed him, we'll have you. We interrupt our broadcast of Desert Island Discs for an urgent news story. The notorious gangster and noted disguise artist known only as Tricky Ricky has escaped from custody. Police say he has been missing a week, but they hadn't realised as they thought he was disguised as a chair. The nation is warned to stay calm and to suspect everyone and everything. And now we return you to Desert Island Discs. That's why I've chosen Coming Home by the Kaiser Chiefs for my next song. That'll do, Pius. Turn it off. That sounds pretty nasty. Yeah, they haven't been any good since Nick Hodgson left the band, have they? I meant about the escaped fella. And a strange letter with a gun. The Thick Plottons. Oh, you know what I mean. You see, if you look at the inscription on the ring... Circle of Elders? It's a super-secret organisation that keep all the crime syndicates of the country at bay. I only know because my mate Sarah, her brother, knows a guy who used to know this guy that was once the personal assistant of this lady who had a cleaner that used to work... No, wait. Sarah's brother knew a cleaner who had a personal assistant who used to work for a lady... No. Sarah's brother liked to be cleaned by a personal assistant who worked for... Anyway. Based on the tattoo I glimpsed on his arm, I realise now Lord Barrington Smythe must have been their leader. I think this is bigger than we realise. So, we should keep the ring and pendant separately. We don't want them falling into the wrong hands. Oh, uh, hello there. My name's Roger Edges, I'm the gardener. What are you doing in the library then? Oh, here we go. Just because I'm the gardener, I must not enjoy a good book, is that it? Surprised I can read, are you? Do you know what? I happen to be a big fan of literature and philosophy. I go to the opera regularly and I was unlucky enough to see one of your adaptations not so long ago. What was it called again? Oh yeah, Wagner's Spin Cycle. Yeah, not our finest hour. Three hours more like. Um, do you have any idea who might have done the murder? Well, I'm damned if I know. And who do you think has won the theatre grant? Tom. I don't know that either, but look, I have found this. A French dictionary? It's recently been taken down off the shelf. You see, I'm often in here in the afternoon. I like a bit of Proust after tending the roses, but I weren't in here this afternoon because I'd been mulling over a particularly interesting problem posed by Immanuel Kant in his critique of pure reason while spreading some manure. Hang on, in the corner, there's a rope and a candlestick. But that's my rope for tying off the branches. What's it doing in here? Very mysterious. And what use would a candlestick be in a murder? Oh, you'd better solve this, you ad. It's made me so troubled I can't even settle down to a good Tolstoy. Um, can you run a test on these with your kit? Okay, just a, a little drop of this on the rope and... Um, well, that wasn't a very important piece of evidence anyway. For God's sake. It's probably about time we checked the kitchen. That's where the murderer would have poisoned the food before it was brought through. I was thinking of the profiteroles, but good point, the murder. Oi! Get out of here! I've got my weapon out! Crap! Get back, Miss Clara! I'll protect you. You're outmatched, mate. <clears throat> I'm the best shot in southeast London. <laughs> Step out slowly and keep your hands where I can see them. Oh, dear. I said hands where I can see them. All right. Oh, God, that's fine. Put your hands back where they were. Wing Commander Bridges. Mm. And Miss Dumpling. Oh, what are you two doing in here? Um. And where are your trousers, Wing Commander? None of your business. I was just... Finishing the dessert, and he was helping me. Yes, Miss Claret, we heard shouts. Yeah, we, we definitely weren't coming in here to steal food. Definitely not. Guys, you promised if you were going to interrupt, you'd give me a ring. Oh, this ring? Not that 
ring, Tom. Keep that out of sight in your favourite pocket. You rank your pockets. Can we get back to the task in hand? We just found the cook and the wing commander here engaging in a little post-murder consolement, if you know what I mean. Not really, no. Do you mean consolation? Okay, so I'm in love with Miss Dumpling. What of it? We didn't do anything. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, yeah. But you prepared the meal this evening, did you not, Miss Dumpling? Well... Yeah. Why is that window over there broken? And what's this spanner doing on the floor? Enough of your infernal questions! Wing Commander, what do you have to say for yourself? I was in the drawing room before the meal, when the murderer must have broken in here to get her the food. Can anyone consummate that? Coronate, yes. No, it's collaborate. No, corroborate. Sorry, corroborate. Yeah, corroborate. Can anyone corroborate that? Well, no. You don't think either of us was involved, do you? Well, you have to admit, it's pretty suspicious. What with you being the cook and my uncle being poisoned. She has a point. But, and now we find out you're having an affair with Wing Commander Bridges, which would have given you easy access to his wide supply of antique guns. But, but the Lord was poisoned! Why would I need a gun? Don't try the innocent act with me, Dumpling. You've got guilt written all over you. That misjudged tattoo has got nothing to do with this. Gentlemen, I think we have our culprit here. Um, sorry, Miss Claret, if I could interrupt you there. My two friends and I have been consulting, and I think you'll find we've actually reached our own rather different conclusion. If everyone would follow us to the drawing room. We'll soon put this whole sordid matter to bed. Sounds like someone's a little late. Sounds like police cars. Evening all. I'm Detective Inspector James Short of Scotland Yard. I hear there's been a murder. Who is it? Just short of the yard. That's enough jokes about the name, Milado. Sorry. Where's the body? Yes, uh, we've already solved the murder, actually. If you'd like to join us in the drawing room. Well, I don't know about that. I'd have to file an accusation application. And head office, I'll need a denouement form and triplicate. And hang on. Who are you anyway? We are Three's Company and we're about to catch a killer. If there's some consultant detectiving to be done, I'd prefer to use someone police approved. Damn it, man, there's no time. The killer is in this house right now. We've no time to lose. I suppose you're right. Sergeant? Yes, Gav? Go tell the Belgian and the little old lady to stay in the car. Yes, Gav? Right, where's this drawing room then? Lads, put your permission slips down and follow me. Yes, Yes, Gav. Gav. Will our heroes get the killer? Will Free's company get the theatre grant? Will Yaz get Miss Claret to go on a date with him? Find out after these short messages. Yes, mate. Here's a callback when you get this. Hi, Mr Grady. Your comparethebudgie.com order is ready for collection. Hi, Tom. It's your mum. Just wanted to say that Dad and I are really enjoying the podcast. Yaz, are you still recording? Oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, it's great. I think this is about to make us look really Okay. Everyone has gathered, sirs, for what I'm sure will be a truly impressive denouement. Thanks, Jeeves. I'll just stand over here. Sure. You won't even notice me. Right. You wouldn't even notice if I disappeared. Okay, but don't. Of course, sir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, theatre professionals, assorted servants and staff, members of the constabulary and podcast listeners. Hi, Margaret. You may be wondering why we've gathered you all here in the drawing room. Not really. You told us you were going to reveal the murderer. Uh, yes. Quite right, Lady Barrington Smythe. This certainly was a twisted web of lies and deception, but we finally unwound it. It was a dark mire of double-crossing and backstabbing, but we finally got our feet out of the mire. And we can reveal that the murderer of Lord Barrington Smythe was... Hang on! 
You said we were going to lead up to it. Yeah, at least show our working. All right. Oh, do tell us, gentlemen. I'm dying to hear what conclusion you've come to. Well, our suspicions were first aroused... When Lord Barrington Smythe dropped dead. It was clear something was not right. Arsenic in the soup, a fish in the pocket, but another thing everyone else seemed to miss. A mark on the deceased's right arm which held the key to this whole mystery. (laughs) You mean his circle of elders tattoo? Sorry? Yes, everyone knew about that. He was the most senior member. Right. Yeah, even I knew that. The lad that trims the primroses told me. So everybody knows about the circle of elders? Yep. Yes, sir. Me too, I'm afraid. I bet you don't all know what connects that tattoo, the fish, a mysterious letter, a broken window in the kitchen and a series of not really household items scattered around the house. Got me. Nope. No idea. Or that the pendant Lord Barrington Smythe always wore actually contains top secret plans that could topple the country and that his signet ring contains a secret key to open said pendant? Anybody other than me know about those? No, that's no. Not a clue. Not until now. Right. Well, good. Tom? You had plenty of reasons to want your husband dead, didn't you, Lady Barrington Smythe? And you knew where the arsenic was kept. Me? Yes, you. But the way you folded your napkin at dinner clearly revealed that you could not have broken the kitchen window with the item the murderer used, having had a terrible fear of spanners ever since you were at primary school in America. What do they call that there? Elementary, my dear Tom. Yes, that's it. Which puts you in the clear, madam. We now realise the revolver in the study had been used to shoot a rat, which was then taken to distract the Lord's dog. Which was tied up and lightly burned using the rope and the candlestick in the library. This drew the attention of the kitchen staff. Which, of course, distracted attention away from the head cook herself as a suspect. Didn't it, Miss Dumpling? Me? Yes, you. Cheese and rice! You're not saying I'm the killer? No, you're quite right, we're not. Well, butter me parsnips, thank goodness for that. You were tending to the distraught dog when someone broke into the kitchen. And then poisoned Lord Barrington Smythe's meal. A time when you, Mr Hedges, had no alibi. Mr Hedges? You are. Are you saying I'm a suspect? Well, boil my broccoli. Are my heckers like? No. The murderer hid in the fish tank in the drawing room using the lead piping to breathe through, and it was clear from your interest in Tolstoy that you were allergic to water. It's more of an intolerance, really. May I ask who did do it, then? We're getting there. We were bemused by the fish in Lord Barrington Smythe's pocket until we realised it was linked to the French dictionary taken from the library. Clearly, the killer had confused poison with poisson. Strange, isn't it, Reverend Pius? It's only you knew about the letter that arrived today, clearly addressed to an interloper in the house. A Miss, quote-unquote, Sue Denim, unquote, which was in fact a pseudonym for the terrifying disguise artist, Tricky Ricky. (gasps) Goodness graters! I don't believe it. You can't be saying I'm the killer. Yes, we could be, but we're not. Because it was clear from your terrible temper that you, Reverend, cannot read. It's true. I I confess it. Which pointed to you, Wing Commander. (gasps) Kurds are no way. We knew the killer had been instructed from outside by someone who mistyped Poisson for poison. The way you hastily pulled your trousers on spoke to me of a man with many friends who make typing errors. I don't deny it. But it can't have been you. Your moustache gives away your proficiency for languages, whereas our killer had to consult a dictionary to translate Poisson. Which, of course, just leaves... An imposter disguised as a staff member. Someone who wanted the leader of the Circle of Elders dead. Exactly as I predicted. Yes, all right, Tom. None other than Jeeves the butler. She's on toast. Or should we say, Tricky Ricky in disguise. Isn't that right? Hang on, where is he? He was just there a second ago. Well, maybe if you'd got there a little quicker. You mean he's got away? You fool. Hang on a minute. That chair wasn't there before. You don't think we can fall for that again, Ricky?
No, Mike, I think that was a chair. Well, salt the strawberries. Will you please shut up, Miss Dumpling, for the love of my boss? Oh no, was I doing it out loud again? Wait, wait, that window's open. There he is, running over the moors. (laughs) The fog's rolling in again. You'll never catch him out in that. Damn. Well, at least he can't do any more damage. Not without the pendant and the ring. Don't worry, everyone. They are both safe. Wait, I can see someone with them. Ruby Claret. She can't be. Oh, crap. What? I was going to ask her out. Oh. Also, I gave her the pendant to look after. What? Well, at least one of us was doing our job. See, I kept the ring safe in my favourite pocket. Oh, crap. What? It's gone. What? But it's been replaced by this note. It's signed by Miss Claret. That's right, boys. I was in league with Tricky Ricky all along. Thanks for letting me know how to get to the secret plans and where they were hidden. It's all I needed. Now we shall destroy the Circle of Elders once and for all and spread crime across the nation. After all, I did say I've been looking looking for for a hobby. hobby. You amateurs! This is all you're doing! Wait, here, on the other side. P.S. Tom... I won won the the theatre grant grant and I will use it not for theatre as it was intended, but but for evil. evil. Oh, bugger. What have we done? Wait, there's another page. PPS. You'll You'll never never catch catch us. us. And And yet, I have a feeling we may meet again. Perhaps in a different time or a different place or a different genre. Until then, I'll just leave you with this. With what? Is there another page? Um... What's that under the table? Where on earth did she get a lion from? I don't think that's really important right now. (laughs) To be continued in episode four, A Case of Claret. Next time on Three's Company's Adventure Department. Two months had passed since Murder Manor. No one wanted to employ the boys who couldn't deliver. Ricky ran the underworld now, and no one even wanted to listen to our podcast. Ah, here! You've been asking after Tricky Ricky! I ain't telling you nothing. The arsenic is ready to be disseminated. My God! It's the same plot, only with higher stakes! Must be a sequel. It's that stupid foods company lads again. Come to give us a show, have you boys? He's dead. What's oh he got the message? Quick, after them! Wait! Pretend you're watching the film. I am watching the film. Just be careful you don't get caught short. No worries. I've already been to the bathroom twice. Surprise! It's him! Damn his incredible disguise abilities. There he was, smoking a cigar with one hand and strangling a baby kitten with the other. Why? <laughs> you Yes! No! Not so fast. Hang on, is that Miss Claret? Gentlemen. You have been listening to Three's Company's Adventure Department, Episode 3, The Mystery of Murder Manor, or Who Done This? Visit adventuredepartment.uk for more information and don't forget to subscribe. We don't want you missing out on what happens next in Episode 4, Pitch Noir. Adventure Department was written, performed and created by Three's Company. Guests this episode were Joanna Bending, Marianne Bell, Paul Dodds, Rosie Jones, Ashley Kay, Daniel Miller and Greg Snowden, with Yusef Kirkor as the butler. Or should I say, Tricky Ricky. 
Yeah. All right, Yusef Kirkor as Tricky Ricky, and of course Tom's mum as Tom's mum. Edit and sound design by Yaz with Chris Charland, who also mixed and mastered it. The artwork for this episode is by Lucy Dearden. Special thanks goes to Hamish Nichols and Alan Fielden. Full credits, music listings, transcripts and more in the show notes at adventuredepartment.uk. If you enjoyed the podcast, do please rate and subscribe in your favourite podcast app and tell people you enjoyed it. Of course, if you didn't enjoy it, why not tell people you hate that you did? You know, as a mean joke. On Twitter, we're at Three's Company. We're Three's Company UK on Instagram. Our Facebook is Three's Co. And our website is adventuredepartment.uk. Three's Company are Yaz Alshatha, Tom Crawshaw and me, Michael Grady-Hall. Good. Right. Can you just let me do one take without interrupting? <laughs>